Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to ask an important question to all of you who manage people. Is your anger backfiring with your staff? We'll start with a question from someone whose angry reaction to underperforming employees are hurting her reputation at work. Mm. We'll discuss what managers can do instead of getting angry when employees underperform. This is a great topic. It's actually so understandable to be frustrated and get angry when people don't do what they say they were going to do. Yeah. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Especially the underperforming people. Uh. All right. So here's the question we're answering today, Catherine. I am the manager of a very busy department. Most of my staff work hard, but a few of them are poor performers. I meet with my staff every week and we agree on what each person will do. The underperformers never complete their tasks, making everyone late on meeting our deadlines. Mm. My automatic reaction is to get angry. I go over what we agreed and then ask them, what, what is the problem on their end? They usually shrug their shoulders and say, I don't know. <laughs> Recently, someone complained to HR that I am bullying them. Clearly, my management style is not working. What do I do? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough one because underperformers, they just, they make us, they're maddening. And, you they know, are. it's easy to get really angry at them, but it never works. I've never seen anyone get mo motivated. Um, I mean, I get motivated by somebody's anger, but that's because I'm not an underperforming employee. But right. it usually backfires. And clearly it's backfiring probably with everyone. Yeah. So it's never a great um way to run a department. So, I mean, even though intuitively it feels like, well, of course you can get angry. That's real. You should be real. But I think it, it, it poses problems for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I think to your point, Kathy, when you're not an underperformer, you just can't understand why yeah. someone would not do what they've already agreed to do. And so it's natural to be frustrated and, and angry and to, to, yes. you know, sort of then target that person with, harsh words, I think, but yeah. you're right. It's that the thing is that that doesn't, then you've lost in a way you've lost the power struggle. That's right. Because they're getting to you yeah. and you look like the problem when you're. That's, that's right. Now you've just taken the problem away from that <laughs> and now you're taking it on yourself. So, you know, what we always say is control yourself. So if you feel the anger coming on, you know, some people feel it uh, in their chest, some people feel it in their stomach, but you know, they get hot in the face and then they just let it out. The best thing to do if you feel yourself getting angry is to just try to talk yourself off the ledge in that moment mm -hmm. and get yourself to calm down and tell yourself, it's always good to tell yourself there's options here. I don't have to lose it. I yeah. have options. Um, uh, you know, not every, not every organization allows you to just fire people for underperforming, maybe mm -hmm. 
it's a nonprofit or maybe it's, um, you know, government agency or maybe it's university. You can't just fire people. So how do you motivate people is really the question. Yeah. And that's why I think, you know, you're doing the opposite of motivating them. I understand the concept of if I yell at them, they're going to be motivated. And that is not accurate for everybody. Right. So the first thing I think is that every we need everyone to do is just not don't explode. And that's well, I was going to say I think you actually to have to work at cooling your system down. Right. right. That you if you can feel and I I like it that you pointed out notice how it expresses in your chest or in your head like when you're about to explode what are the signs and symptoms because that's when you want to definitely zip your lip. Yeah. Even if you want to say something, you probably need to say nothing in that moment. Exactly. Uh, you know, unless you're a really quick thinker and you can think of different ways, what your options are, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you probably can't in that moment. So it's best to say nothing. And then you can revisit this a half an hour later or two days later, but, yeah. um, you know, you don't, you don't, your staff doesn't need to deal with your emotions even though that feels like the right thing to do in that moment because they're letting everybody down. Yeah. I think we used to use the term, uh, I remember when we were doing a lot of talks about unhooking, Kathy, we would say, yeah. you want to strike when the iron is cool. Right. So, you, so literally in the moment, you're going to have to zip your lip, maybe say, okay, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Like you can literally say that. Yeah. And then you've got to do your work in terms of calming or cooling yourself, even if you have to go take a a quick walk or, you know, wash your hands or your face with cool water, like calm, you've got to do what you can physically to calm your system down so that you can then think about what is a, what's a practical way that I can address these individuals where I get the results that I want here. Exactly. But you can't really think that through unless you have gotten to a better place yes. you know, where, where you've gotten to a place where you just see it for what it is. Yes. Not for, you know, your anger, but you see it like, oh, okay. So I assigned all of these projects and these three people didn't get it done. So right. what are my options here? Do I assign them a different kind of work? Maybe yes. this is not the right kind of work for them. Maybe this yeah. was really out of their scope. Um, do I give that to somebody else and then give them maybe something that is more in line with what they do? I mean, this is going to take some thought just because, you know, everybody took on something doesn't mean everyone was capable of doing it. Right. Um, and you, and you, but you need to get to a place where you can actually look at your options and that takes a little bit of work because yeah. Right. Cause what does it take for you to cool down? Well, I have to stop. I think what's interesting is anger a lot of times is is because you're taking things personally. Mm-hmm. So for example, if I were this person and we had this meeting and everyone agrees to what they're going to do, and then week after week, several people come back and say they didn't do it, I'd be so mad that yeah. they were in a sense like betraying the group. Yeah. So the first thing that I have to do in these situations is is stop taking it personally. Like, okay, this is just what happens. Like we do with the unhooking, talking yourself off the ledge. What are the facts here? The facts are in this case that these three people have a hard time getting their work done. I don't know why, but consistently they do not perform. And that's the fact, right? And then then I have to 
as you say, look at it from a different angle. So what are my options if that is the case versus the other thing, which is God, gosh, yeah. burn it. <laughs> Can I fire these people? They're all, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they don't, they keep saying they're going to do things and they don't do them. And I take that personally. So it's cooling down, not taking it personally, really thinking of my options. And also I think meeting potentially once I figure out those options with each individual privately to say, you know, how can we get a different result here? Yeah. I mean, or maybe moving them off the team. I mean, I don't know. I'm just coming up with there. There's a lot of things once you're cold off that right. you may realize this person might do better on a different team. And I have yeah. that team for them. Like they may, they, it, I don't know what the answer is, but when you're cooled down, those are the kind of options. And that's where your power lies that yeah. you be able to see so that you can take the next steps right. to avoid this rather than just having the problem now be about you and your behavior. Right. You know, you have to think it through. Um, and again, it may just be sim simply that this is not something that they can do. It uh -huh. not, may not be something, I mean, maybe they, they, in their best day, they want to do, but it's not something that they can do in the time frame that you've given out. Right. Well, and they also may be, it's interesting, I'm just thinking about it, if I understood the personalities better, perhaps, yeah. there are those people who will say yes in the moment just yeah. to please the boss. Right. And then they can't do it. You know, and so yeah. that could be part of what's going on too. It could be many things going on. Yeah. And we've just thrown out a couple, but there, or they could have had something happen in their family and they, you know, who knows? It could be a lot of things, but don't make the problem about you. So, you know, even think about in your best moments, what are the options for this team in general? Yeah. So that you can you can really start taking other steps rather than getting mad at them. Um, and underperformers, you know, they definitely need to be treated differently yeah. and they should not be rewarded with great work. Yeah. So once you, you have identified someone as not, not a really high performer, then why are you still giving them work that they're going to disappoint you? Right. It's the point. Like, why are you doing that? You have to ask yourself that. Well, that's a great question, Kathy. I've heard a saying that unreal, unrealistic uh, expectations are like baking resentments. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. setting yourself up to be angry at the person and resent the fact that they're not able to deliver. Yeah. So, you know, it's a good question about what is realistic with these individuals. Yeah, should they not even be on this team? But if they are, maybe they do a very different job. Um, and I think that that's your job is to figure out how do I get the most out of people, not yeah. the least. And you can't be just keep beating people up that don't meet your expectations or don't meet their own either. So there's definitely a better way to do this, but it's not it's not easy. Yeah, it's much easier to scream at everybody and blame it on them. Well, but, get it off your chest, so to speak. Yes. But yeah. At least the anger that you're feeling. So we're really asking, we're saying, is your anger backfiring with your staff, which it's a yes, if you're being called a bully or if you're still not getting the results you want. Right. Yeah. And then if so, it's your job to learn how to manage that anger 
so that you can have a different outcome. And it's very difficult to get the results you want if you don't have a high functioning team or a team that really wants to work for you and feels sort of like family-like where they, they like to work with one another. There could be a dynamic going on on this team where they're punishing one another. Yeah. I don't really know what the problem is, but you're, you're going to have to really get to a higher road thinking Mm -hmm. cool your system down once you realize you're disappointed and angry and get to a place where you can really look at what your options are that are not doing what you're doing you know that that may sound in theory very difficult and it is it's not easy and I know for me sometimes I have to go to the gym three times like it could take a while to cool yourself. Like you could think, okay, I went to the gym. I feel much better. An hour later, I'm still ruminating like, oh, wait, they said they were going to, and that doesn't help. So then I have to go back to the gym, but whatever cools your system down, not everybody goes to the gym. Some people just take a sauna or some people get a massage or some people walk it off. And I wish I could do it that fast, but I can't, but you know, you've got to get to a very, a different place of thinking. Yeah. And, you know, you want to be more solution oriented rather than always angry. Yeah. I think the other thing just to take into consideration, because for some people, when they are angry, they do need to express it in some way. Yeah. Is that you may need to have like a safe person that you can. Yes. You have to have somewhere to go to vent. Yes. That's a good point. I forgot about that. You have to vent. You have to get it out. Yeah. So whether that's someone else in the company that you trust or whether it's somebody in your home life, a good friend that maybe does the same kind of work as you, but you do need to vent it and get it out and listen to what other people have to say because they're not as invested. So they may see it from a better place. Yeah. All right. So we've got some basic steps here. If your anger is backfiring with your staff, the first thing is to cool your system down. Maybe talk it out so you can vent and release some of it. Do whatever physically you can do that will help release some of it as well. And then once you're cool, look at your real options. Yeah. Sounds good. That's it. And that's it for this podcast. It's it's not an easy subject. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this, check out check us out on Instagram at my crazy office. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to my crazy office on our website hit the subscribe button. And finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.